Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Blue. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. Absolutely. I am your man, Spike Lou. I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. Holla at your boy out here in these social media streets. How you feeling today, ABZ? Man, or strange. Is it CJ today? What are you going by? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. E or Eric Wright, it's all the same. That's funny as hell. Nigga, strange times in these Atlanta streets. It is, man. It is, man. R.I.P. to trouble. Got the terrible news yesterday. Famed Atlanta rapper. Thoughts and prayers. Also, the producer, Metro Boomin. He lost his mother over the weekend, man. So we wanted to take some time, make sure that we show our condolences to their friends, family, thoughts and prayers to everybody involved with them. And again, R.I.P. to trouble, man, from the On Dead TV show. Yeah, man, that's a strange situation. Why are some people saying that they think he was set up, bro? Like, where is it coming read, from? I didn't read anything into it, man. Well, you know, Atlanta's shit travels like like gossip and wildfire are the yeah. same thing. So, they're not telling what's being said outside in the streets, what's going on, trouble. It's really stuff. mostly on the internet, though, that I'm seeing. On the internet's. Oh, it it wasn't outside. It was on the internet. Yes. I don't know, but outside and the internet is almost the same thing. Just depend on where the people were from. If they were local, tweeting no. and talking about it, ain't no telling what's being said or heard, man. But definitely an unfortunate situation. Really an unfortunate situation. I was sad to hear that. Trouble was like, man, he was the, the golden boy of Atlanta. Like, ever since I came down, I never forget. I first came down here, maybe one of the first couple of times that I went out clubbing. Yep. Um, it was on the south side, and was it is it DTE? Was it duct tape in the DTE, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I, I really wasn't familiar with the movement. I, right. I, I was kind of familiar with Alley Boy. Really yep. didn't know who Trouble was. No. But I will tell you what, after that night, I did know the whole duct tape mob entertainment. They was a hundred deep in there, all okay. black DTE shirts. Yep. Trouble had the whole ball of hen performance. So, man, he was definitely a, a, a favorite of Atlanta, man. Sad to see that guy go, man. Was, yeah, man. I remember that night, too. That was a while ago. Uh, yeah, he, so he'd been doing his thing for a minute. Went. Wendy Day has always had good things to say about him as well. Uh, she worked with him closely on a couple of his projects. So yeah, yeah, it's it's an ugly situation. I I I just I don't know. I see people saying that, that you know it must have been this, it must have been that, and I I, I don't know. It it seems I'm based off what we know, because if this was real quick and we didn't we're gonna get to the show, but if if this was a setup, I would ask someone because people are like, man, the girl set him up, mm-hmm. right? But my question would be, how do you think the police know who the suspect is? If they, if you think the girl set him up, how do they know who the suspect is? Who told them that? Mm. The think, only answer is the girl told them who the fuck kicked in her door and pistol whipped her and shot the nigga. That's how they know who it is. And if that's a setup, I don't think she would do that. I think she'd be like, she would play dumb. I don't know who that was. It was random. I think, <laughs> I think the setup, this term setup, isn't being used maliciously like you're interpreting it in mm. the sense of. Oh, I got a crazy ex-boyfriend, but this is trouble. I'm not gonna tell this nigga about him and kind of like block my blessing. Gotcha. I'm speaking on the the, the the how she thinking. 
Gotcha. So the whole time she probably leading him. Oh yeah, it's cool. You can come over. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, nigga. Gotcha. I ain't, I'm I'm single. This and the third whole time she knows some crazy bum ass nigga been stalking her, sitting outside of her house four five nights out the week. Yeah, I don't know that that happened, but right, right, right. That you know what I'm saying. So I think when they say set up, that mean that that like he wasn't he wasn't fully aware of the situation because I couldn't see trouble being as astute as he is of street knowledge like i ain't gonna go over no bitch house all the way 30 miles outside the city and she got some crazy country ass nigga stalking her yeah. if i had known that then she could have came to me right could have made this happen in the room but i definitely wasn't going over to her apartment building so when they say set up i'm thinking that that's what they mean not being truthful as to what she had going on yeah okay then that's that's fair that made that that option is still out there then yeah, but i was so thinking set up like Set up to get like, killed. I, yeah, that like didn't. That didn't add up. Come out to my house. Oh, my boyfriend here. He gonna rob you. No, I don't think that happened. Yeah, I'm not that, sure. I don't know. But right, right, right. I think it was more so on the longer. She thought that. Oh, this is my lick. I can get this crazy ass nigga away from me. Right. Sad man. Sad. Yeah, it's man. ugly. Condolences. Absolutely. For the On Deck TV show this week, man, we are following up on our most influential labels with yep. our most influential rappers, not of right now, but of all time. Should be an interesting list from Animal Brown and myself. The quick hits this week, man, B-Dot dropped his best rapper of 2022 list. We're going to check the accuracy of that. Cameron is hosting a new TV show, Hip Hop in My House, and Fat Joe has a new show on Stars, which one are you checking for? And we have new details on the 50 Cent and Young Buck bankruptcy case try to say that three times fast mm -hmm. however we will start with my man kendrick lamar best rapper of 2022 spoiler alert for the list right there he has turned we cry together the very controversial song into a short film animal brown one do you want to see this two what song would you turn into a short film now um the first answer is no I'm super good. This is probably You're a hater, dude. No, and I and I love this album. This is probably one of the worst like replay value songs that I've heard from a talented artist in a very long time. Mm -hmm. I put this up there with, with, because it's actually a solid record. I just never need to hear it again. So for him to choose this to make a piece of art out of is a little disappointing. Um, did you see it has the biggest drop off in billboard history? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> and it's a reason because nobody's, fin there's no scenario in which you want to feel like listening to that. It's just not the song. I thought there was the album. No, the song, that specific song had the biggest drop off. Oh yeah. yes. I told yes. you when we did the review, I changed. I ain't even listened all the way through. No, I definitely listened all the way through, but I, there was, there's no need for me to listen to it again though. Um, so no, I'm not, I'm not here for the short film. There are a couple of joints I would rather see. Um, I'll just throw a couple out there. Cause we, we were listening to his new EP this week. Saha, I would do no dope on Sunday as a short film. The song with Pusha T. I think that would be super dope. Like kind of like the, the trap nigga with like a conscious with like morals. I think you can make something fly out of that. And then I thought Nas's project window with the Isley brothers would be super dope as a short mm. film. That's like cinematic to me. And then two that I just, this is extremely random, but I just have always wanted videos for these Kanye West. I wonder off of graduation. 
that just I've always had a visual to that in my head. I thought would be fire and Space Age Pimping by A Ball MJG. Although they do have a video, it came out in fucking '92 and nobody remembers what it looked like because it was from Slaw. I've always thought that that could get a cinematic treatment, 4K it up, and you could tell a dope short story, a short film with that. Um, so those would be my couple off the off the dome that I thought of that would be fire. What what you got? You gonna be first in line for this? We cry together. I would definitely check that out. It's in a, a cringeworthy way. song, but as I said in the review, it does play out like a stage play. So I would definitely, and I'm in the plays. I like that type of thing. So I would be interested in seeing how that played out. Uh, I don't need to hear it ever again, though. I, so I could see it being the fall off, the big fall off on the album. If I were to turn a song up more so than a project into a short film, I would want to see King Bond's crazy story, the whole series. I want to see the young nigga interpretation like of a hood movie, like we had Baby Boy and we had Boys in the Hood and Menace to Society. King Von's crazy story, the whole setup and whatever, the robbery that he talked about in all of the series of that, I think would be a great short film if you want to break it up, if you want to put all of them together. Just a behind the scenes look on the drill movement or just how it goes. And it would be like I'm about it or like Snow on the Bluff, like yeah. Too real for TV or like uh what uh what was the name of the film that everybody thought was real, but it Blair Witch. Yeah. It would be some shit like that and do it real creatively, but you would think at looking at it, oh, this shit may be real. This looks real and have a whole thing behind it. But I think that would be really dope and kind of give some insight to the drill mo- movement, the misunderstanding of it, the violence behind it, everything, the consequences that goes with it. I think that would be a dope line to push. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. And somebody else has a series similar to that. T Grizzly has a series kind of similar to that, that he's still in the process yeah. of telling. I think he's on like part four uh-huh. on this last project that he did. It's, I think it's, I think it might be called Robbery. I can't remember what it's called, but mm. he's got a series similar to that. So yeah, you could there's a ton of storytelling joints that you could pick. Um, Nas probably has five by himself that you could probably turn into some type of joint. Pick something off Good Kid Mad City, if not the whole project. We've said that a couple of times. But I wanted to pick something. That's why I went sci-high, because it'd be an Atlanta version of something. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, now this is, I ain't mad at that, though. The King Von shit, that, that's what was one of his more popular joints, man, that series right there. Facts. You do need, speaking of what you said, an Atlanta version of, like, with grit to it. Everything, yeah. mostly from Atlanta, has been, like, the series is kind of comical. Yeah. They got some real moments. The movie was more kid friendly. Yep. You don't have like the boys in the hood, menace in society, even baby boy type of movie based anywhere in the South. So I think that that would be a, a dope turn twist to look at the South during those same times that you had the movies from the West Coast, or even you had Juice and you had um, yeah. whatever, but it was the Butter Rim name? or something like that. Butter Rim, yeah. Juice. Uh, what am I trying to think of with Nino Brown? New Jack. New Jack City. Something from the South during that same time period, just showing how we got down during the same time will be fire. I guess that's what I'm about it in baller blocking was for. Big, that's best you're going to get. I'm about it, I'll give you, but they're not baller blocking. I ain't taking that. <laughs> it. It's littering, littering. What Drake say, that's littering the trash they threw out, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, all right, man. Next up, your man B Dot does his annual best rappers of 20 fill in the blank list. 
We're six months in. He wanted to give his list of the best rappers so far. I'm going to tell you who we had. He's got a top 10 list. And this mm-hmm. is based on, listen up, skill, performance, and relevance, easy for me to say. Spit it out. In order, Kendrick Lamar at one, Pusha T, J. Cole, Kodak Black, Boldy James at five, Vince Staples, Lil Durk, Lil Baby, Jack Harlow, and coming in at number 10 is 21 Savage. Now, there's some people that took offense to this. West Side Gun was pretty vocal about the list. Um, Let me ask you, did he get it right? I think B Dot's list is pretty spot on. I, I look at it and I would be nitpicking if I would say, oh, this is awful. He should go here. This person should go there. The only glaring miss that I see if we're talking about relevance, bars, and all of that is Lotto. Like she should be somewhere on here. And if I had to take someone off, it would be Jack Harlow or 21 Savage, someone, yep. one of those two at the bottom. Um, and 21 Savage hasn't had a project here lately, has he? Not that has, I, not off the dome. Yeah, he's done his thing on some features, but I'm not sure if he's been doing it hard enough, Pauls, to be on the top 10 list of 2022. So maybe he comes off a lotto because I definitely think she needs to be on this list. There's no female representation. B-Dot should be ashamed of himself with how females are running rap right now. I can't even figure out how he would like press in on this and like, damn, I ain't got a woman on here. That's nope. crazy. Um, but West Side Guns beef with it. People beefing and saying Future should be on here. Like, no, no. I don't think that they deserve to be on here. Niggas have been giving Benny and Conway and West Side they flowers for fucking five, six years now. Bro, okay, we get it. Y'all, y'all niggas are fly. Y'all are dope. But it's time to take it to the next level, too. Like, you can't keep doing the same thing and think that niggas are going to give you the same praise. Like, you got to go to the next level. And I yep. love what they've done to this point. And I love the fact that he's, you know, still cared enough to want to be on these lists. But you got to do something different. Like, you can't just keep doing the same thing and expect for people to take it to set that way. Um, I agree with you guys. The one that jumped out to me immediately was 21 Savage. I, I, you hate I, 21 I'm, Savage, though. And, and we're talking about 2022, right? Because. Yeah, you hate him, though. Not necessarily. I'm, yeah, yeah. 21 Savage don't bother me. The last I feel like the last time we heard him was on Rick Ross shit with Jasmine Sullivan. Well, I mean, he's also on Lotto's album too. He's been doing some, he has some features because I do like if I'm riding in the car with my girl, like I listening to the radio, like he'll come on, you'll hear his voice. Yeah, he's for relevant. sure. Yeah. But nothing from 2022. Um, on people that are missing glaringly, Drake arguably has the verse of the year and he's not on here. Um arguably. And he's, yeah, and he's got it. two big yeah, got, records like, with Future. Huh? He's got two big, he's got one of the hottest records with Future. Well, they together. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Churchill Downs joint. That's one of the best verses this year, easily. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's not. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. But then he's uh-huh. also got the joint, the I'm on one with Future, and then the other one with the Tim's sample. The Tim's on that, yeah. That's, those records are hot. Like, so I don't know what, like, I, I don't know why he's just like the Jordan on. MVP thing with that, though. Like you could give Jordan MVP area. Well, don't put him at one then. Just put him at 10. He could have been 10. Then, then that's a, been what we just Drake, named. Drake 10? What we just named is more than what 21 Savage has done this year, respectfully. Yes. That's, that's all I'm saying. And then two, I, I'm surprised Gunner wasn't on here. Mm, Gunner Pusha P was huge. And um, he's featured on the Dirk record. Uh, what happened to Virgil? And like, 
Gunner was making waves until these recent this last week Charges. or two. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised at that. Gunner was gonna be the name that I said in addition to Lotto, but I just the lyrics pushed it out. Like if he's talking about if he's taking lyrics heavily into account, which I assume is why future isn't on here because it's really unacceptable not to have future on here, especially <sighs> with what you just said with the two songs with yeah, Drake and the rest of the shit that he like it's, it's future, bro. Like he dropped, like come on. And yep. if if we taking lyrics into heavy account and you leave them off, I'm not mad at that. Well, he didn't say lyrics though. He I said skill. Was of, he, he said what? He said skill. Oh, okay. Well, your future ought to be on here. And that could here. be, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That could be a couple of things. Like, no, nah, we, if we're talking about skill, what future does, no one can do it. Yeah. That's very skill. Because niggas try to do that and sound like him and it does not work. So we're talking about, if I thought it said lyrics, I misread that. So yeah. we're talking about skill. Future and Gunner 100% should be on this list. Yeah, I, I agree. Savage, Jack Harlow, and Lotto should be on that somewhere. I, I, yeah, I ain't mad at that. We are in agreement there. New Hip Hop TV alert. Your man, Killer Cam, has a new series. It's coming out on the Paramount Plus Network. It's called Hip Hop My House. Mm. Awful premise. I'll let you get into that. Mm. And Fat Joe also has a brand new talk show that he's bringing the stars simply titled The Fat Joe Show. Coming right on after your Power Series favorites. My question to you, A.B., what the fuck is the Cameron show about and which one of these are you checking for? Um, So the Cameron show is it says, what if a hip hop legend helped turn your house from bad to bougie? That that was cornier than hell. So I actually, I'm about to get Paramount Plus on the phone and tell them I am available for consultations. I will send them an invoice. Turn your house from bad to bougie? (laughs) Wow. Anyway, it says it's the first ever hip-hop home makeover show. So it's kind of like Pimp My Ride meets House house Hunters. I don't fucking know. Anyway, Cam is hosting it, count me in. Because he's long overdue for a TV show, and I would rather him be in. Well, I, I know he was on um, the the show with um, Brandy and Eve and all of them, but I ain't talking about that. This new what? shit. He was on Queens. Yeah, he had no like a little. Way. Yeah, for sure. Which got canceled, by the way. Um, so I'm 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 here for this because he's entertaining, and but I don't need Cam to produce and make his own shit. I need someone to come up with an idea and say, you know who would be perfect for this? Cameron, which it looks like someone did. Because if this was up to Cam, it'd be like killer season. It'd be three hours long. And no, bro, like it'd be some slaw. Just let Cam be the talent while somebody cultivates the actual premise and what it's about. So I would be here for this. I'm definitely checking this out. The Fat Joe Show, even though he is entertaining as well, and he's been doing this, he's another one that turned the pandemic into... He carved himself a nice lane out of the pandemic because he was doing the recaps on verses and he was doing the Fat Joe show on live on Instagram. And so he's parlayed that very nice hustle. I love it. I think it's going to be on. Did they say is it revolt or stars? Stars. That's right. It's going to be on stars. His partner. That's a fact. So I ain't mad at that. That's I respect the pivot. But give me the cam show, though. I'm here for it. And I like housing and remodeling shit. I'm here for that. Hmm. Well, me, I don't want to see. Well, I'll tell you what I'm over in 2022, and that's nonchalantness. And I, Cam showing up just because he's Cam, like he did at the verses and like having slow remarks about people's homes. I'm good. 
I like the remodel shows too, but I'm good off that. But Joe, on the other hand, he wants to be here. Like he's representing hip hop. He's here, like you said, the verse is going on. Okay, boom, I'm doing a recap. All right, y'all talking about this. Boom, yesterday's price ain't today's price. I'm giving it to you how hip hop gives it to you. The Matt Hoffa interview was great. A lot of gems press has been going around from it. That's where this came from. Man, I am here for the Fat Joe show. This is gold. And when he says Puff is my partner, and I know how Puff get down and how he pushing and what he expects if he's in a partnership, oh, this is going to be fine. This is going to be must-see TV. Fat Joe is already personality gold, as you mentioned. I cannot wait to see this. I hope, like you were talking about the cultivation aspect of it, that Fat Joe has guests that challenge him and that he can challenge. I don't want to see the normal everyday, okay, we're sitting here talking about the cliche like question stuff, huh? Like who? Who would be like a, a, a good guest that you think would be like, well, like would you talk to him? Question. Would you want him talking to Gibbs? No. Given everything that's happened, if he was keeping it a stack. Okay, yes. They, I, I would, yeah, after that. But just even stuff like that, rappers would be cool, but just even stuff more interesting that you don't see him talking to. Like, if I seen him talking to Bill Simmons or somebody, that would be fire. Just to see how that gets down. If Bill Simmons was familiar who Fat Joe was, or if I see him talking to Bomani Jones, or if I seen him talking to just people outside of the box, bringing hip-hop into different worlds and space and asking hip-hop-based questions about things that ain't necessarily hip-hop-based, if there were politicians that he was talking to, like your man, Andrew Yang gotcha. in New York. Like if, if, there, if it was that type of show and people, he had writers and Fat Joe was able to do this thing, hip hop style, but still keep it, you know, informative, insightful. Oh man, I'm here for this. It's gold, as I say. Yeah, I'm interested to see what it's going to look like, what it's going to sound like. Um, but I'm tapping in though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to check out both of them, even though the cam show is on Paramount Plus for those wondering, um, which I don't think I have a subscription. Who knows? I can't keep That's up with no that. The show with Jeremy Renner was on about the prison. Oh, okay, that shit was hard too. Facts, I can't. Think um, and this is also um, your your MTV raps. We just talked about this a couple of weeks ago. So Paramount Plus is cutting the check out here. Apparently, um, they they diving all the way in on the hip hop side of things. But Cam is overdue for a show. I'm a, I would love to see how he pulls this off. I'm here for That's that. Look, John has an HGTV show right now. Have you seen that? No. What is it about? Him doing wild shit in niggas' cribs. What he when you say wild shit, what does that mean? What does that oh, consist of? Like is Lil John having a club in people's houses with the East Side boys, like jumping around <laughs> tearing shit up? He said, no, it's him and some white chick, and they they're doing they're doing renovations, but he always has like this out there idea somewhere uh -huh. in the middle of the process. But he's actually, but you know, Lil John actually know what he know what's going on out here. Like he played like wild. the whole club. Oh, I'm just drunk. I'm crunk. He played that shit. But like Lil John got a head on his shoulders when he was on Celebrity Apprentice. He body bagged that shit. Yeah, he did. That was fire ass. Uh, the season. Yes, facts. I would. I don't know if I check it. What is it on HGTV? You said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's called Lil John wants me to do what or some shit, man. Some whack ass name. These names are terrible. I don't like the cheesy shit. Like if he talking about, oh man, let's put a pool in the living room. <laughs> Get out of my house, bro. Fuck out of <laughs> my house, man. You can throw Lil John out like jazz, nigga. <laughs> Fuck out of my house, bro. Oh shit. 
Hey, man, before we get to our top 10 most influential artists, 50 Cent and Buck have continued their decade-plus-long beef. Um, Buck has been filing for bankruptcy, allegedly, so he can avoid having to uh, turn in 250000 that he allegedly owes to 50 for two albums that he never completed or turned in uh, back in 2014. Uh, my question is simple. Whose side are you on, Buck or 50? Is this petty? What is this? This is very petty. And usually on this show, I side towards business. I side towards, hey, man, you signed a deal. Like, you know what this stuff consists of. But as I'm looking at this and I'm 50 cent and I got all of this additional shit going on, I spend my day trolling the internet. Why the fuck do I care if Young Buck drop albums or is able to make money off rap? Like, why would I need to be that petty unless something else happened that the public doesn't know about? I'm not saying it did, right? but there's no reason that me as a media mogul would be worried about $250,000 or two Young Buck albums. Bro, file bankruptcy, do whatever you want to do. Like, never mention my name again. This is me if I was simply talking to Young Buck. You can be released from all contracts. If you still think you got a rap career, that's perfect. Go ahead and do it. I don't like stopping people from making money. I think that's petty. I think that's bullshit, especially if he got stuff going on already. If he needed them Young Buck albums and they were just trash and it was something that they were trying to work out product-wise, I get it. I see that, him not wanting to tarnish his brand. But if it's just a thing where, oh, I don't fuck with you and I don't want you to be able to drop a major deal or nobody be able to sign you, so I'm going to hold your contract over your head, that's petty. And what I say to say, like, he's just holding it over his head because 50, I mean, excuse me, Buck filed for bankruptcy again recently, and that was to clear him of all his debts, including this 50 cent debt. Yep. But 50 cent responded with lawyers saying, no, he lied. He got publishing money that he never told me about and didn't pay me for that. So I still want my $250,000 or the two albums, and I'm not taking a bankruptcy deal from the courts. That was 50's response five days ago if this was five years ago maybe i get it dude but five days like bro i don't give if something came across my desk with young buck and i'm 50 cent dude like what do i need to do so this never is mentioned in my office again okay sign us boom sign us away cool i ain't fucking with him we out of here but yeah. to continuously tease him online like that's that's just petty i don't understand yeah and many times with these um legal situations they can get petty this happens all the time and this is petty. There's no way around it, dude. Like 50, this is this is on brand for 50, though. Let's be very clear. He's a petty individual. He is going to go hard as he can to squash you 48 laws of power style, if whatever that takes. And while I don't personally understand why he feels the need to keep this going when nigga, I'm on the set of season two of my eighth show. Like, I don't, like, I personally would be done with this. Like, bro, like, at this point, it's like damn near bullying. It just looks weird. It takes <laughs> more energy to keep weird. it going than it do to get it the fuck out of your life. That's what I'm saying. It just it just looks weird. It looks petty. It makes you, I don't know. It, just, it's, it don't make you like a boss, man. It just, it's just, it's strange. I get it. He, that's the type, that's how he wired, though, bro. He can't let that shit go. He can't let anything go. So mm. it's just that. I don't get it. It's not my, it wouldn't be my style. I don't think, but him again, unless there's something that we're not aware of where Buck crossed the line completely, nigga. And just like, 
if but we don't know that, so we're speculating. Going off what we know, he doing way too much. It's like Speaking it's played of, out, bro. Facts. Speaking of 50, I got two questions. For sure. One, do you think that being petty like this has held him back? Because he's gotten shows, he's still been successful. Do you think that people, if he weren't this petty and these things, I, I look at these like roadblocks. Like, do you think that they would be mentioning him with like Jay-Z and Puff and moguls of that nature if he didn't still deal in the mud and the dirt with shit like this? I don't know because he still managed to be, even though he's burnt bridges, he's always managed to remain savvy on the business tip, bro. He's the vitamin water deal. That's the, and that's the thing that I say. Like, I feel like he could be mentioned in those circles because he 50 is smart as fuck. Yeah, he's for sure. Very intelligent, but I feel like the pettiness overshadows that. And in the of business course. world, sometimes it ain't just about how smart you are. It's about like how cohesive you are with your partners. Like, what do you think 50's net worth is? With you? Huh? If you had to guess, I just Googled it. What do you think they got 50's net worth at? Today, I would say 80 million. It's at 30. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I think that's low. For, Possibly. For, for as smart as 50 Cent is and as hot as he had been at one point, I think that's low. But we know once we want to get into that 80 and 90 and hundreds, and we saw LeBron hit a billion, and this nigga is the most famous athlete in the world. Yes. Signing a lifetime a contract with the biggest shoe company in the world with movies. Mm. and t He got to do a lot to get you that B. But you that, have to have a lot of relationships to get to them that 60, 80, 100 million, bro. And it goes to your point. When we talk about the billion, like LeBron didn't want to go back and play for Dan Gilbert in Cleveland. But for his brand and bringing a championship to Cleveland, that outweighed the pettiness of all oh, whatever letter Dan Gilbert wrote when I left town. That's true. So from a business standpoint, of course I'm going to do it. I'm going to squash you this way as opposed to being petty. Maybe 50 could take note with that. Yeah. Uh, Next, I weird. did receive, before we move on, I got a text message. It says, Spike Lou, how dare you? You guys talked about the most influential labels, and 50 just made me think about this. You guys talked about the most influential labels and you didn't mention Aftermath. Why? I laughed, LOL, this person out of my text messages and they continued to fight with me and tell me that Kendrick Lamar, Game, Eminem, 50 Cent, Dr. Dre. That's true. Doesn't, it's not true. What are you That's talking true. about? None of those people were actually repping Aftermath. They were signed I knew though. You probably agree with them. Like that paperwork say aftermath, nigga. Fuck what they rap. We know why that paperwork says aftermath, though. It ain't like it ain't like dipset. It ain't like Rockefeller. It ain't like, hey, we built, we curated, we got this out. Now you're our partner. It was like, oh, Dr. Drake got it to a certain point. Now I need somebody else to do it. Like he ain't build none of those artists for them to be repping no aftermath. It was just like Dre helped me out a little bit. So I'm gonna when, because I, I can't pay him. I'm going to pay him with recognition and he gets some money off my album because I definitely can't afford the type of help that Dr. Dre gave me. That ain't a label. <laughs> if if <laughs> if we if we have an episode of most influential producers, then Dr. Dre will be on that list for that oh, reason that because he's connected to those Absolutely. people. He would be but, number one. But I'm saying the label aftermath, yeah, when no. I think of them, I think of the firm. Yeah. And uh who was the who else was signed to them? I mean, was a couple Eve? people. They had Eve and they had uh Rock Kim. Yeah, that wasn't successful. That wasn't influential. At least that I think Rock Kim. I don't know. 
but I think AZ was on there, right? Nah. AZ wasn't on after. <laughs> yeah, it was Rakim. Yep, it was Rakim. It definitely wasn't AZ. You made that up. I thought AZ was on Aftermath, man. Yeah, but nah, that's, I, I feel that. I ain't mad at that comment on the surface, but when you sit down and think about it, that he fits more in the influential producer bag, in my opinion. Shout out Dan the white man, man. Challenge that's my guy right there. Text message, absolutely. But he was wrong, and you're wrong, as usual. Most influential, we are continuing the series. If you missed the last episode, check out the influential label, see who we picked. But if you don't know how this goes, we picked 10. We both have individual 10. There may be some overlap. I'm sure there will be. But I have a list of 10. You have a list of 10 of influential artists. Um, first, what before we even start on the list, what, what did you consider with coming up with this list? Or do you want to save that for when you're naming the people? Or is there like kind of a general thing that you thought of? We can save that for when we're naming the people because there were different things that went into the different people. I do have a question for you. For sure. How many of these do you think that we have the same out of the team? Seven. I'm seven. I said I'm five. I'm guess. Really? Yeah, I say five. You say seven. So we'll see who's closest. I mean, you pick some bullshit, man. No, I mean, you're wrong on at least <laughs> three of them. Probably more. <laughs> We'll see where it goes. You pick some bullshit. Who give me what do you, what do you got? What are you gonna do? Give me three, give me five. How you wanna do it? All right, I'll give you the first three. All right. And he's probably three that we have the same. Tupac, Jay-Z, and Drake. I definitely have those on my list. As everyone listening should also have them on their list. <laughs> With Tupac, I feel like even today you still have flashes of um, him, and I do think that that was probably I well, and we wanted we were saying most influential of all time quotation since nineteen ninety three ninety three and so we, we do want we want niggas coming to say Rakim and shit and all he did this first, but when I'm thinking about a rap superstar, the first one that I seen of my generation was Tupac. He did everything, the charges, everything that you see niggas today with. He done it first. Anything that you could think of. Uh, as far as gang affiliation, uh, being deep, uh, Dear Mama songs, like all of that stuff, I feel like it started with Tupac for my generation. So still today with the influence, I feel like the he's ringing bells. I was going to say, because you could argue, because I, when I look at Pac, I look at someone who is equally beloved by the streets, the ladies, the intellectuals. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could, he could, he, he really had both sides and the, and the closest person I thought to that before him was probably somebody like LL. Like the mm-hmm. ladies fuck with LL and niggas fuck with LL too. Like they was like, nah, that nigga hardy spitting. But like, well, you know what I'm saying? That's uh, kind of close. Big Daddy Kane. Possibly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or Kane. I don't really know too much about Kane. I'm going to be real, but I know people fucked with LL heavy. So it, it gives, that's why I'm glad you mentioned this 93 and up. That's where, that's where we normally start our lists um but i have Pac too though because number one look at how many people bit his style after he came out that's a telltale time even even if it's small if dmx dmx reminded you of Pac, ja rule reminded you of Pac, and then some people just flat out bit his style like lazane or who or the nigga from no limit who sounded exactly like him you saw imitators dude Crazy. and no one ever came close <laughs> People tried to be 
people try to be deep and try to be smart and try to bro, bro he was one yeah, of one man. people compare nipsey to him respectfully no there's only one Pac. yet other people keep wanting to compare themselves to Pac. like it just He's 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 got to be on everyone's list. I, 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 like if you've been paying attention to hip hop the last thirty years, he was the first. I feel like just superstar global rapper. I feel like, in my opinion, that one I'm Snoop. Not sure it's true, huh? That one Snoop. <laughs> How do we know he was not on quantified global though? Like, what do you mean? What what is telling you that like pop was global? When you when you say it wasn't Snoop, Snoop wasn't in movies and shit like Pac was before you. Like yeah, but Snoop. nigga, they weren't watching Juice in Korea, bro. Like I refuse to. But believe movies it. come out in Korea. What was Snoop doing to get in Korea? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like Snoop wasn't doing shit but rapping. So and there was way more fucking opportunity for Pac to be over in Korea than that. If anything made it over there, I just think that. The way that Pac's brand was so broad, like we say with the movies and they got a book of poetry and all of that shit, like that yep. stuff, people doing those different things came from Pac. Before we move on with Drake and Jay-Z, the other two that we named, for Jay-Z, do you think he was more influential in the booth with his rhymes or outside of the booth with his business? Man, bro. I'm gonna say outside the booth by a hair, but you can it's the you can make the argument for either one. Cause you gotta think Jay was a trendsetter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Whether that was with the business deals or whether that was with the swag, or whether that was with the sound with blueprint one, like like however you want to do it, or whether it's with the hair now, all the old rap niggas growing their hair out, bro. Nobody was doing that before Jay. I'm gonna keep it a stack. Yeah. Nobody they grow their hair out, they they are trying it, but yeah. yeah. I think it's business by long shot because I don't think that every no one that. thinks that they can rap as good as Jay Z. I don't think as far as the 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 lure behind it of not writing it and going in there and doing that, and even when you talk about Wayne or whoever else does it, they don't do it with the precision that Jay Z does it with. No, they so they look up to Jay. <laughs> okay, that's fair, but I do think that from a business standpoint, and why I say it's far further along outside of the booth. Jay-Z was the first person that made it like you can't just be a rapper. Like he kind of like shitting on like, are you a rapper? <laughs> that's, that's, that's cute. Are you a rap nigga? Like with all like it, from day one, a reasonable doubt. And now I feel like that is morphed into what we see now. Like people try to make uh, like rap lame, like everybody gang affiliated and this and that. There ain't nobody coming out just, oh, I just wanted to be a rapper. Like everybody else had some ties too. And I think that started with Jay. Really? Yeah. Like, what was Jay first, like, business? Was it Reebok? I thought it was the, uh, it wasn't the, what was the, the vodka what they used to drink? The Armadale? Armadale vodka. That was the first thing that I really remember them, like, pushing, pushing. Because I, because I, you, I, I'm hearing you, and I, and I, he has been on the business mindset, but I look at somebody like P. But I'm, just, been on the I'm talking about the lingo, though. Like, P, see, and, and that's a good point, but, and, Spoiler alerts, P is on my list. Okay. I'm talking about the lingo. Jay put it in his rhymes. Oh, God, P God. was always trying to convince people that he was a rapper. Gotcha. Like all that other shit, like he really never even talked about it unless you was abreast to what he had going on. He'll tell you about the 80, 20 shit or whatever, and nobody did that deal. But the other business shit, it was just like, I'm going to throw it in your face over here. I ain't even got to talk about it in the music. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Who are your next three? Um, well, I gotta elaborate. This is gonna be oh, quick. Drake, yeah, the Drake elaboration. Before two thousand and nine, you could just rap and get a nice deal and get pub and get pushed. And after oh nine, after so far gone came out, oh you rap? Oh that's what's up. What, how you sing though? What do you sound like singing? What's your singing voice? Can you harmonize? How mel- how melodic are you? Yeah, how melodic are you? Oh you you don't sing. Ah, well, I'm sorry. Then we don't, we're going to take this deal back then. So you can't make a hit. (laughs) Bro, that's all 1000% Aubrey Drake Graham. And no, he's not the first person to rap and sing. We know that. I'm saying from the modern sound today in 09, that's where the shift began, in my opinion. Now, people did it before, Bone, Nelly, yes, but there was no influx of people trying to emulate Bone. It just didn't happen. There was no influx of people trying to emulate Nelly. There was an influx of people (laughs) emulating Drake doing it. Still to this day, there is. That's a fact. For 10 years. So, yeah, I give you that. And people can, like you said, they bring up the names Bone or Nelly, but it's. Yeah, because they did. Yeah, it, they did. It, it's yeah. just to a different level, though. For sure. Just to a, dip, a deeper extent. Um, I'm going to give three. I've got Lil Wayne. I've got Kanye West. And I've got Future. Um, Wayne, obviously, you could argue his influence is just as big outside the booth with the look. You know what I'm saying? With the rock star vibes. That's easy. That's an easy call. How many kids in the game does he have? Countless. Um, the mixtape run that he went on represented from the South with the mixtape run. We know 50 and, and company was already kind of doing that up North. Lil Wayne kicked the doors down with the mixtape for the South. Um, so I, I've got to go Wayne. Obviously, I'm going Kanye with the with the soul samples that he came out with, not being a street dude on a street label. That was something that was different, relatively new at the time. He came out being himself. He's got pink polos on. He's got a backpack on. He's a backpack rapper, but not really because he's talking about superficial shit, which backpack rappers traditionally aren't talking about. So it's kind of like, wait, what? So that birthed a whole legion of artists in itself. And then Future, we, we talked about it earlier. Nobody does what Future does like Future. And he's influenced an entire generation of artists, too. For better or worse, whatever side of the fence you fall on with that, you can call it mumble rap. You can call it whatever you want. But that style that he's come in with, has he's got a 1,000 kids in the game. And he's hugely influential with the sound. So I got Future, Wayne. Kanye West. Did any of them make yours? Wayne did. Not having Kanye is some of the most disrespectful <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Wayne did. I, I, to be honest with you, not even hating and then I didn't even think of Kanye West until you just said. Damn. I like it. It didn't even cross my mind to be honest. And that's not to say that he's not influential because I, I definitely could see where you would put him on the list. But I also look at him as a one of a kind. I feel like that there were cheap imitations of him, maybe. But then when people seen that, I ain't gonna be able to do this. I'm not as good musically as this dude. Like I can't make these albums and say these things, and it still feel good coming out of my mouth. Pause. Yeah. Uh, but people really early caught on. I think way back on 
the first one with the college dropout. Yep. When that came out, you may have had a year or two where people were like, oh, let me try this. And then, nah, you can't do this. Nope. Kanye is one of a kind, in my opinion. And now that I'm thinking about it, that's why he probably didn't cross my mind. Even, especially now looking at him and how he's grown into what he's morphed into, you'll never see that again. And if you do, it'll be a blatant ripoff and people will know it. So Kanye is one of the few people off the top of my head, maybe also Wayne, that has multiple generations that fuck with him. Because kids fuck with Kanye today. Yes. Still, yes, they yes. don't fuck with Jay. Facts. You could argue yeah, I, they, they they may not fuck with Drake. They may be on the way out on Drake, for all we know. Yes. Probably so. They fuck with Ye still, and niggas my age still fuck with Ye and everybody in between. So that's rare air. It's maybe Wayne. Maybe Gucci. Wayne. Gucci. Stop. Niggas our age fuck with Gucci. Kids today fuck with Gucci because of the rappers that he signed, like Big 30 and all them other. Like, you telling me that Pooh Shiesty fans don't like Gucci? They fuck with Pooh Shiesty. They fuck with Gucci. What's the, what's the Gucci record that they playing in the last five years? Whatever song that Gucci's on with Pooh Shiesty. <laughs> oh, I don't listen to this shit. <laughs> They're playing oh, Pooh Shiesty and Dirk, nigga. They not playing Pooh Shiesty. <laughs> Hell what I know. But no, I would put Gucci in that category too. <laughs> to name two more off my list that you didn't have on yours, I would go Jeezy and I would go Little Kim. I got both. You got Jeezy and Little Kim? No bullshit. I swear to God. Yep. Nice. For Jeezy, for me, niggas talk about trap rap and they talk. I know niggas talk. Niggas been talking about dope on record since the 80s. I yeah, get Outcast it. said I, trap rap. They called absolutely. it the trap. T.I. Yep. had a song. Dope yep. niggas in a trap. He yep. got the museum. I get it. I understand. But if you do not, if you weren't, around and don't understand like those were one-offs before snowman came around like his whole campaign and push was i'm the drug dealer talking rapper nigga molding push a t or whoever that you thinking of when i say this uh lou ain't right this part no it was jeezy he is the true michael jackson of that lane and i'm not saying that he was the first but he did it the best in the sense of people thought Oh, I can make a career. I ain't even got to be one of these lyrical miracle niggas. I could just get on here and talk that shit. Oh, like Jeezy gave hood niggas across the world, fortunately or unfortunately, yeah. a thought that I could, I could rap. Yeah. I can stop selling drugs and I can rap. Cause that's how raw and authentic his, his shit was when it first hit the streets in the scene. I agree. I said, Lil' Kim, that's like, easy. still today. That's an easy call easy right there. Easy call. Like, still today, you still have rappers, like, pretty much every female rapper is, like, 80%, I'll say. I'll give right. the other 20%, but 80% are trying to be or emulating what they've seen with the popularity of Lil' Kim. Um, it's the reason why you see Nicki with multicolor wigs. It's the reason why you hear them talking extra raunchy. That's the reason why you hear them talking extra street. Nigga, that was all that's all that's Lil Kim whole first album, dude. Nobody. There was there was there was there was gangster bull. She was talking street shit. Foxy it, Brown. She was there was Mia X yeah. talking street shit. But they weren't Kim. like raunchy, like taking it, like owning it the way that people do today, like Megan and Cardi. 
and Lotto and whoever else, like, look, Kim, did. she was the OG Bobby Johnson of that shit. Fact. So she's definitely on my list. Facts. And Foxy Brown was around, but Foxy Brown was more so on, I'm a girl that can rap shit. Like, I can for go sure. bar for bar with y'all niggas. Lil' Kim was on some, like, everything goes, nigga. Yeah. Like, you gonna hear it over here, my nigga. All right. That's a fact. Um, So, yeah, I had both of them, bro. Okay. So, we got Jeezy together, Wayne, Drake, Jay-Z, Pac, and Lil' Kim. Yep. Did you say seven? Yep. And how many more? We got three. Uh, no, two more. No, oh, I got more. I, I got two more. Okay, well, I just named the ones that you had, and then those two. So, you want to go? Yeah, so my last two are a little bit more recent. Air quote, I'm going Migos. Um, the flow that they use, which they did not originate, let's be very clear, but they 1000% popularized that we call air quote amigo flow the triplet flow that runs rap it has been running rap for the last 10 years um and it is because that they made it popular i, I don't want to hear about there are other people inventing it we can go back to the 90s three six mafia lord infamous if you want to be specific we're talking about today though today the atlanta sound or nigga the sound of rap because when you go to any sway freestyle or whoever niggas is rapping with that cadence that came that's the migos made that popular um you could argue meek mill a little bit you could argue ace hood for anybody that was really paying attention but the person that made it popular was meek mill i mean excuse me was uh migos so i have them and then i have chief keith because mm. he fathered the drill sound the chicago drill sound he also was influential in the shirt off. I'm in the crib. We got the straps in the video. Nobody was doing that. Nobody was doing the damn. Is this real? Like, like you said, with snow on the bluff and all. Like, hey man, hold on. Like these these young niggas is on some other shit. Too. Like it was almost too real for YouTube, dude. They were the first niggas doing that. Like Chief Keith was the first nigga doing that. Like it was just too grimy straps out in the video nigga beams on the straps like we, we looking like yo what the fuck the short dreads yeah like bro he's the that king of that shit dude he may not have had you say what you want to say about the music or he may got one or two hits and that's about it whatever you want to call it he's he the og bobby johnson of that look that sound and the video style and everything so i got chief keith and uh, amigos that was seven then because that definitely is uh he on my list too I definitely had Chief Keith. Really? Yes, sir. We had Tupac, Jay-Z, Drake, Wayne, Jeezy, Chief Keith, and Lil' Kim the same. Ah, yeah, that's hard. The three different ones that I had to round out the rest of my list, I got Snoop, I got Master P, and I got Nas. Mm. I think Nas from a sense of consciousness. I know he wasn't the first nigga being conscious, but I, right. as far as mainstream consciousness and as far as I'm really so nice and I ain't even got to want to do this. I ain't got to want to do rap shit or rap interviews. I'm just going to lean on my niceness. So as far as having bars, when you talk about niggas that are very, very like crit or cold or the new generation or the modern bars, era. Yeah. I think that came from Nas. That's why I have Nas on the list. Mm. Snoop, as far as global icon, as, as far as just being everywhere and the gang shit. Snoop was one of the first niggas, like heavy red, like I'm a crip. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what west side, east side, none of that. 
I'm a Crip, my nigga. Long Beach Crips. That's, what we, that's how I get down. I got the blue on. That I think that first started, and he was successful with that and around for so long with that. People saw that and gravitated to that. I think that's where it came from in hip hop. And being commercial with it. So, yeah, yeah like somebody's going to say, what about MC8? And we know, but we're saying on the level at which he was. I'm doing right here that. with Martha Stewart with the rag. I'm right. at the Super Bowl with the rag, nigga. Right. And I'm Crip walking. And nobody can't say nothing because I'm Snoop. Snoop yep. made that like where Lil Wayne could do it and other niggas could do it. And lastly, Master P was just the, the business acting, like having things going on, like from the South. I'm not sure how much this leaped into the culture of the New York and Midwest or well, Midwest, I'm sure. But I know West Coast and the South, when you talk about hustling and selling it out of the trunk and that whole business model of label for what? Yep. When you look at niggas like Young Dolphin, you look at niggas like Gucci Man, and you look at niggas like Slim Thug. E-40. Like, E-40. Later yeah, on, like, yeah. When you look at those niggas, you looking like, well, label? I've been making millions, my nigga. I ain't got a paperwork or nothing. That's where that originated up from, I feel, with Master P. So that's why I have him on the list. Yeah, no, nah, I'm with that. I, I did have two runner-ups, but one is pre-93. I thought NWA mm. uh, for, like, the gangster rap shit, like, that mm. was... They, they like, or or if you want to say Ice Cube, which, um, whichever, however you want to do it. a one up for me, too. Yeah, for sure. And then Kid Cudi with the emo rap. Like, he started mm. that shit. Or he, he popularized that. Never heard Early. I don't even know who that is. That's Hayden. That Cudi. melodic emo shit, that's all dude. He may have. I ain't gonna lie, I've never listened to Cudi. Yeah, Day I don't worry, it's him. Take Day my word for it. was the extent. He's a great actor, though. I had a runner-up, but he was a DJ, and it was DJ Screw. The screwed-up sound. Mm. Like, I had that, and I wanted to slide that in, but I didn't want to be – I know it clearly says DJ Screw, so I didn't want to break the rules too much. But I feel like I had to mention him because even still today, niggas like Michael Watts and niggas making the Chopped and Screw mixtapes, that shit started with a nigga and a tape recorder in Houston with a line all the way down the block. Selling them motherfuckers for $5 a piece, taking songs that was already out and just slowing them motherfuckers down and putting his mix and his special effects on it. DJ yep. Screw was a beast R.I.P. You know, someone right now is screaming a name at us that yeah. we neither one of us mentioned. Yes. And what they should do is go to the YouTube and watch the video of the On Deck TV show. Subscribe if they haven't. Yep. And then you can leave that comment up under the video. We may read it next week and you will be an on decker of the week. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you who we left out though. Who? Big soldier. Big Draco. I'm not giving him that. What? He was the first nigga to blow up on the internet. Nigga, what are we talking about? Who blew up next off the internet? I don't know. Thank you. Mic drop. Nobody else blew up off the internet. Nigga but niggas use the internet to get he hot, like, though. He's a car salesman, dude. He like one of those infomercial niggas. Like, nobody ever buys that shit, but it's still all on TV. Time out, time here. out, time out. Because he, he, he built his fan base on the internet, and niggas That's have cool. done that through SoundCloud and YouTube and all kind of shit like that. People he have done his that. his fan base on the internet, though? Like, yeah. Like, I feel like he got popular after that dance and that song got popular. I don't feel like that he came to the game with a million people doing that dance. I may be wrong. Like, I just feel like that a couple people were on that dance and it got cool. And then the label was like, well, if a couple people will do it, a lot of people will do it. Then he got popular. 
I, I don't know if he built that shit grassroots, but shout out to Big Soldier. He's definitely influential. And Travis Scott, mm. the way he kind of used the auto tune, kind of like the way in which he uses it. There's some people that's kind of biting that sound. Shit, Kanye took that shit for <laughs> beautiful yeah, twisted yeah, fantasy. If we being, if we keeping it yeah. a stack, you could say Travis Scott too. There's a couple Ooh. people, man. I'm interested to see what people say though. Facts. But yeah. the pot, there's a couple of, there's just some layups. If your list ain't got Pac, Jay, Wayne, and we can just start. You, we, I don't even want to hit the rest of the list. Okay. Those seven that we agreed on, I think, bro. That's hard yeah. to argue, dude. Facts. Like, as just Pac, Thug Life, the whole, all of that shit. Yes, absolutely. Now well, we got some wins and losses, bro. Absolutely. Again, that was the On Deck TV show's most influential rappers of our generation 1993 and on wins and losses time first win or loss two chains he's starting a new podcast welcome to the game with his eight-year-old son halo yeah. i think it is yep. young halo getting it in you don't you check it for that win or loss i did that's a w man because i checked it out at first i was like do i want to hear uh someone talking to an eight-year-old I don't, I don't know what eight-year-olds are on right now. Clearly, they're advanced as fuck. Because when you listen to the podcast, his son is killing that shit. Like, he's made for it. Like, really? it's it's hey, really man. well done. I was like, you know what? This is super dope. You don't hear a father-son, especially black. You don't hear the father-son dynamic, especially 2 Chains, who's a pretty thoughtful, well-thought-out individual. Um and his son is just as witty and just as quick as him. And it's, it's really dope. I, I was actually su- pleasantly surprised at dog. Do you know who's sitting at home stewing right now? Oh, hold on. Let me hold on. Hold on. You know who it is. Who, P? Who? No. Clifford Harris. Oh. was right there for him, dude. Everybody already knew his family with Family Hustle. True. The kids are already entertaining. He was True. looking for it. But this nigga wanted to be so selfish That's true. and do fucking expeditiously and wonder why I wasn't making no money because you did it wrong. That was it. Yeah. You king could have been on there this week. Everybody would have been checking for that after the little controversy. He would all it would have been his family hustle podcast, keeping up with the Harrises. That's You're true. welcome, T.I. Yeah. But I'm definitely checking the two out, the two chains one out. It's pretty good, man. It's good to see that though. I like to see that yeah, dynamic. I, I, I'm a fan because the little boy is funny. I follow two Facts. chains on Instagram and he'd be on there talking to him sometimes. And two chains is that type of personality. Like he's inquisitive. He can have the type of conversation with a child similar to what you would see. God forbid. I, I'm not making a comparison, but how you used to see Bill Cosby talk to the kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's the similar, he has that similar personality, man. That was the only thing I could think of, but I could see two chains doing that, being like questions. Kids say the darndest things. Damn it. Win or loss, your man Ghostface Killer actually has a coffee shop up and running in the NYC, I believe he's in New York. Win or loss. Yeah, it's called Ghostface. It's called Killer Coffee. This a win because the coffee business is booming. However, the hospitality business, trying to find somebody to work in that motherfucker is going to be rough. That's going to be opening a restaurant right now is rough. Unless you're going to work it yourself. That's a fact. Unless you washed up rappers. That would be like a a draw. 
Like if he had <laughs> niggas from like the Wu Tang working in there, or Capadonna, like, yeah, just random ass niggas that used to rap working in there and shit. That would be fine. <laughs> like you go in there, you don't know who you KRS One might be in that motherfucker working the cash register. <laughs> That'll be fire. Mims nigga working the fucking yeah, cappuccino like, machine. Oh, it's kind of slow right now. Pick up a broom, my nigga. We got you a killer drip or whatever the fuck the name was. Oh, shit. Shout Last winner or loss, friend of the show, our man, Dame Dash, was talking on Earn Your Leisure podcast and said just before Jay got out of there, man, Tommy Hilfiger was trying to buy Rockefeller. Winner or loss. It's a loss, man, because they said Tommy was dropping the bag, man. $450 million was on the table. And he heard Jay was leaving. It was like, well, you know what? No. <laughs> That's an L, man. That's 450 capital L's, nigga. And when people wonder why Jay and Dame still ain't just as tight as they could be, it's because those opportunities stopped coming really to Dame once Jay was gone and Jay still received them. But did you hear did you hear kind of what happened why the, the meeting got pushed back though? Yeah, when that time he got beat up over there. The you time know, he, got he got jumped in London. I ain't gonna do Dame any kind Yeah, of he, he got, got jumped. jumped over there. Yeah, he playing with them London niggas. Yeah, they weren't going they that down over there, nigga. That nigga said that nigga said he had a concussion. <laughs> yeah, he said he was dude was trying to talk to him. He's like, oh, yeah, and it was like, bro, like, like nigga, my head ringing, like, bro, let's talk later, bro. And then that was it. Imagine you just got your ass whooped and Tommy Hilfiger is trying to talk to you about business, nigga. That's fucking yeah, that's nuts. That's insane. Tough. Uh, shout out to Who Dame, you got for on Decker of the Week AB? Yeah, we're going to YouTube, man. Shout out to Q Hustle. Uh, left a comment on the most influential labels. He said, Ruthless Records, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre, imagine the game without them and Swath House Records help pave the way for Southern rap label. I mean, for Southern record labels. Yeah, he did. I respect yeah, both no of those. On Swath House, was it? You said who? Tila was on Swath House. Mm-hmm. Eight ball and MJG. Yep. Good. Early. One more act. I think Big Mike was maybe on there, if I'm not mistaken. I, I ain't got a clue who that is. I ain't gonna hold you. You know, players swinging, gotta be hanging, swinging things. Just you ain't never heard of having things. Oh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the same that. Uh, but good suggestion. Appreciate that, Q Hustle. Yeah, shout out Q Hustle, man. We appreciate you on Death Row the Week. Put us on some, maybe. Um, going to YouTube. Well, two things. The movies this weekend. Jurassic fucking Park. Let's fucking go, nigga. I can't fucking wait. I'm in that bitch. Friday may go back Saturday. May triple back Sunday. I fuck with Jurassic Parks. They don't miss. Let's go. 3D glasses, 4K, 8K. The one with the seats like moving. $40. I need all of that shit. Put them tickets uh, like $40. Man, listen. For the four, what is it? Four Max IDX. I ain't never been to one of them, but I go for this though. For real. My uh Scoop said he went to the Four Max. Uh, what you went to go see? Top Gun. Yeah, how was it though? It was, it was probably dope though. It makes it, man. You gotta see that shit. Yeah, I you believe. Know, I don't it. even really just fuck. He said, man, you now nah, you gotta see that I shit in full max idea. Like same thing you said. I'm hot about that. I'm hot. Everybody, I would have went to that version. Everyone that said anything about that movie said it's a must see. It's it's flames though. Yeah, I may check that out. Um, and then I will say on YouTube, um, 
your boy Vlad, even though it's not him, it's somebody else talk, hosting. But the episode, the, the clips with Young Jock have been hilarious, dude. Like, I've, I was surprised at how good of a storyteller Young Jock was. And dude, real quick. <laughs> t- <laughs> Is the full episode out or he just putting clips out? I'm right now, it's just clips right now. You know, I'm, I'm clicking on the ones that got the good titles and shit. Yeah, yeah. He 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 uh he talked about how he got on um the song with T-Pain, the um buy me a drink. Uh-huh. And then nigga was like, nigga, I'm with T-Pain in Houston. There's some type of festival, a whole bunch of acts. T-Pain, my man at the time, he said, Bro, I'm hyped, bro. I think a little flip gonna be here, man. I'm excited to meet him. And it, Jock is like, what? He's like, look, <laughs> he like, look, I'm cool with a flip, bro. But like, it's like he was fanning out to meet little flip. And so the flip ends up coming up to them and Jock like flip. What's up, man? Doing it on. And T-Pain, I don't know if you really paid attention to T-Pain, but he kind of silly or whatever. Yeah. He said he held his hand and shake him, shake a little flip. Hey, he said, put her That's here, nothing. flip. Man, nigga said, little flip looked at him, bro. Like, what? But T Pain came out and said that didn't happen, right? Did no, yeah, T Pain. Uh, I didn't see that. Said, yeah, T Pain responded to that. He said that it didn't happen. He said Young Jock was lying. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, well, I thought you was going to say that shit. part of it too. But T Pain later came out and said he was lying. It sounded like T Pain because that's something T Pain would. Because T Pain silly like that, bro. And Lil but Flip is too that. serious. Like he'll probably be like the fuck. I believe that. Uh, Young Jock telling the truth. T Pain is one of those niggas that don't like to be embarrassed. Like I, I seen him on Nori shit. He, he has the like I'm T Pain. Like I ain't saying nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, now T Pain, my nigga, I get it. Yeah, but he was trying to act like that didn't happen. But I, Young but, Jock, like you said, I believe, I believe it. Long story short, he was T. He said T Pain was down about it. He was like, bro, like let's go to the bar, drinks on me. Don't worry about it. And then when T Pain about two months later had the song buy you a drink, he had stat quo on there at first, but then he called Jock and was like, bro, how could I not have the only person who's ever bought me a drink on the song? And it ended up being probably Jock's second biggest record behind his solo shit. So I just thought the story was good because the way he was telling it was hilarious. I don't know, you had me until the end, until the, oh, bro, how could I not have the per- only person who never, like, that's what he said. Know, that's corny. I ain't saying you, I'm saying him. That's oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that part of it is probably bullshit. <laughs> that's the part. That's the part that T Pain talking about. This bullshit, nigga. I ain't call you and say that. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here, nigga. My put ons for the week, man. First podcast. Check out the Another Week in the Books podcast featuring your boy Spike Lou. As soon as you get through listening to this, man, there's some new episodes over there for you. And just in case you missed it, man, we talked about it a little bit here, but I'm not sure everybody was well aware that that Sci High came out. The four uh joint EP, he's three for four on there. One of the songs is some slaw. It's okay. Uh, but the, the other three are banging. He's back in his lyrical bag. It's the EGOT EP. Check that out. It's on all DSPs right now. Yeah, he got some bangers on. He got some heat on there, though. I'm gonna be real. That tears banging. Jacquees laced him too. Can't go yeah. and be back. That's that's that shit. Oh, and did you listen to Nick Cannon? On Joe Button, you don't listen. You ain't listen to that. Who? Nick Cannon. I've heard of Nick Cannon. Who? Who show is he on? Niggas need to put some respect, just like you need to put some respect on Joe name on Nick Cannon name. Jeez, listen to that interview. You gonna have a whole new interpretation of Nick Cannon. I promise you that. No, nah, I'm saying Nick Cannon been bossed up though. Nah, you don't even know though. 
I do. Like, you don't know the extent until you heard it out of his mouth, bro. He's talked I about it before. That's why I say that. Huh? He's talked about it before. Yeah, he may have, but he ain't talked about it. I ain't heard him talk. You may have heard him on some different shit. I ain't clicking on yeah. the Nick Cannon interviews. But this one, I fuck with Joe and he was on there. I didn't know the extent of the young executive shit that he did at NBC, mm-hmm. Disney, Nickelodeon, and all that yeah. shit. He was bossed up. Yeah, welcome to the party, man. You about 15 years late, but yeah, Nick Cannon been bossed up. Oh, so that's your man's. Gotcha. <laughs> Nick Cannon, the Nick Cannon autographs and all of that shit makes sense now. I get it. I see you've been stalking him. For us regular people, though, they don't know shit about Nick Cannon, just like the whole people and cast the Jodemson that listened to him didn't. Y'all check that out. It's a dope interview. Man, we appreciate y'all tapping in another episode in Lay Books. Uh, YouTube.com slash On Deck TV show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, what else? What else we got? Go copy some On Deck TV show shirts for the summer. We got every style for you in different colors and flavors. Check us out, man. On Deck TV shop online. Absolutely, man. To the next time, we out.